the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. When the altar of God is in someone's heart, and they kindle that fire, they will set themselves on Holy Ghost fire for God. If we kindle the fire within the heart of our heart with the power of Almighty God, if we kindle that power that's there, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost will rise up and absolutely overtake you. Now, how do we kindle that fire? The Holy Spirit is the power of the fire of God within. The Holy Spirit has a passionate love for the Father. John 10, 17. Jesus said, the Father loves me. So the Holy Spirit loves the Son. If the Father loves the Son, then the Holy Spirit loves the Son because the Holy Spirit is a Spirit of God. And so as you love the Son, you're aligning yourself with God the Father, the Holy Spirit, and God the Son. Now, the Holy Spirit loves beyond a natural love. It's not a natural love. It's far beyond anything that we really have ever experienced before. The love is so high. It's an unconditional love. It's a passionate love. It's a powerful love. It's a love that moves forth with a mighty force, the love of the Holy Spirit. So how does the love take us to another dimension of power? It's through prayer. When the Holy Spirit ignites our hearts with a passion for Christ, it's a love beyond it's a love beyond the human heart's capacity to love. It's a supernatural love. Your prayer life will begin to see no limitations and the results will be magnified when you pray. But I hear your question, Valerie, how do I get this passionate love for Christ? Maybe you say, Well, I love him. Yet You aren't seeing miracles and signs and wonders that follow your prayer. And it's time to get the results. It's time to seek the greater teacher. And here's the key, Philippians 4, 4, 5. Let your gentleness be apparent to all. I hear your question. So what does gentleness have to do with the passionate love of Christ? We are approaching, though, the Holy Spirit of God. And so... 
We don't want to offend the Holy Spirit with a harsh or rude or insensitive behaviors or malice coming out of our mouth. The Holy Spirit is a person, the third person of the Trinity. And we want the Holy Spirit to give us the same burning passion, passionate love that he has for Christ. So here is the golden key, Philippians 4, 6. Make your request known unto God. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Lord, Holy Spirit, give me the same passionate love that you have for Christ. Now you're kindling the fire. As you have that passionate love, as it begins to come up in your heart, but when you pray it the first time uh, and you don't have it, don't stop praying it. Pray it the second time. Pray it the third time, the fourth, the fifth, or the sixth time. Pray until you have it. Pray and don't stop praying until you have it. Never cease to pray that prayer until you are on Holy Ghost fire for Christ, until you have a passionate love for Christ, until you see miracles and signs and wonders begin to unfold in your prayer life. Jesus said, the Father loves me. John ten seventeen. I remember talking about the love of a father of a son. I remember when our son, our first son was born. Oh my goodness. My husband thought that I really like this was the only child in the whole world. He was the only man that ever had a son. I'm sure you've seen fathers like this. Maybe you're a father like that. He told everyone about his son. His son had been born. He made a grand announcement. He told people that loved him and wanted to know about his son. He told people that didn't care if he had a new son, but he told him anyway because he loved his son and he had a passionate love for his son. Jesus said, the father loves me. He that loves me will be loved of my father and I will love him and reveal myself to him. John 14, 21, he said he will reveal himself. What do we think will happen when Jesus reveals himself to you? The Amplified Bible says this in John 4 and 21, I will let myself be clearly seen by him and make myself real to him. This is power in prayer and living in a different realm. You are praying from a completely different level of prayer. When you have a passionate love for the son, Jesus said, I'll reveal myself to that person. When Jesus reveals himself to anyone, they are no longer powerless in prayer. They are endued with power from on high. We can no longer be satisfied where we are. God is raising up a remnant church coming into a position of manifesting his power and his glory. The Bible talks about God and he refers to him often as a fire, as a consuming fire. Hebrews 12 and 29. What will happen when we are consumed by this fire? Jeremiah said when he refused to talk about God, it was like fire shut up in his bones. Then he said, I will not mention him, nor will I speak of him anymore. I won't even mention his name. I'm paraphrasing, if you will. But his words in my heart is as a burning fire. He said, shut up in my bones. And I was weary and forbearing and I could not 
hold back. Jeremiah is making it clear that when the fire, the Holy Spirit, whenever it's upon someone heavily, whenever it's within the believer, within his heart, that there is a passion for God. Jeremiah became weary from trying to hold back that force that was so powerful that was moving upon him. He simply could not contain it any longer. God led the children of Israel through the wilderness by the pillar of a cloud and a fire by night, Exodus thirteen twenty one on Mount Sinai, the mountain shook. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended upon it in a fire. The smoke bellowed upon it like a flaming fire, like a furnace, and the mountain trembled violently, Exodus 19 and 18. Moses loved God passionately, and God revealed himself to Moses. The passionate love in the relationship will bring us to a relationship of communion. It will bring us to a place where our love for the Father is so intense that you'll know when you pray with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, you'll know when you're praying in a place of communion where you're truly united in spirit as one. When you pray to the Holy Spirit, Lord, give me the passionate love that you have for the Son. You are aligning yourself with God. He loves the Son. He wants us to love the son. Remember what was discovered when Jesus said early, he said, he who loves me will be loved of my father and I will love him and I will reveal myself to him. He's going to reveal his power. He's going to manifest himself. He's going to reveal his glory. The power of Almighty's God is going to appear and move forth when you pray. Jesus is going to manifest his glory. Let's take him at his word that he will manifest himself to you. Have you ever had an experience where Christ himself manifest himself before you? I've personally had that experience. And we've come to a point where many don't take Jesus. They don't take the word of God at his word. It's, it's just a story. It's just a fairy tale. It's, a, it's just full of allegories. It's not real. But the word of God is absolutely true and it will not fail. When you have a passionate love for the Savior, he will manifest himself and reveal himself to you. Now, many have had that experience, and he's the same God of yesterday. He's the same God today. Jesus said, I will manifest myself to you. I will manifest to him. Let's go a little deeper and lay down the facts. The fact is, is here is the power key. Whoever has my commandments, do you have his commandments? Okay, then let's go on. He said, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, this is the one who loves me. I'm talking about the manifestation of the power of Almighty God. We don't want to be blessed. We want to go beyond being blessed. Jacob wanted the angel that he wrestled with to bless him, but the angel said, Jacob, you have power with God. So Jacob had more than a blessing. He had power with Almighty God. It's one thing to be blessed and to be blessed materially and to have all types of possessions. And it's good to be blessed, but I'm talking about power right now. There's something greater than being blessed, and it is walking in the power of Almighty God, the power to meet every circumstance in this realm with the one who cannot be reckoned 
with, and that would be the Almighty. What a blessings if we have no true spiritual power. It's time to change. It's time to make a shift in what we're asking God for. The children of God in the day where we live right now, where the earth is in much travail, it is time to walk in the power of Almighty God. It's time to walk in healing and deliverance, to be praying prayers that bring miracles, prayers that the sick are healed and the dead are raised. God is releasing an anointing that's so powerful. It's time to walk in the manifestation of the power of Almighty God, the miracles and signs and wonders that are following you. It's time that they manifest. This is an important prayer to pray. Let it be your focus. Holy Spirit, give me the same passionate love that you have for Christ. Give me that love. I want to be set on fire, Holy Ghost fire with a passionate love for the Messiah. Jesus said, the Father loves me. We've got to align ourselves with the Father and the Holy Spirit. The Word of the Lord says, how can two walk together unless they agree? Our spirit must agree with the Holy Spirit. It must agree with God the Father. It must agree with the Messiah. Jesus said that the ones that love him, we keep his word. His Father, he said, my Father and I will come and make our abode in him. We will live in him. We're talking about kindling the fire of the Holy Spirit within, not allowing the presence of the Holy Spirit to lie dormant and virtually do nothing. We are to be guided by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is to pray through us. When the Holy Spirit prays through us, there is a great manifestation of what has been prayed because he's doing the praying. He's guiding the prayer. And when he guides the prayer, it brings into fruition what has been spoken. I'm talking about the manifestation of the power of Almighty God. Pray that prayer. Holy Spirit, give me the same passionate love that you have for Christ. Pray that prayer until you have that passionate love, until you see miracles, signs, and wonders. Because once we have that passionate love, we're going to keep his commandments. Once we have that passionate love, we'll be like Jeremiah. We won't be able to prevent this word from coming out of our mouth. We'll have to talk about him. We'll go weary if we aren't talking about him. Our prayers will wrought miracles, the miracles, signs and wonders that you desire to see. I'll be manifest. And Jesus has made a promise. I'll manifest myself to him. Praise God. Oh, we just thank God for the word of God today. Oh, God wants to manifest his power through your prayers. That's the evidence that Jesus is who he said that he is. It's the manifestation of his glory and his power. You have that evidence. Praise God. I'm so excited today. We have a special guest in the studio with us, and it's Brian. And he's had some experiences through prayer with Prayers Heard in Heaven. And every week we've had different members of Prayers Heard in Heaven or those that have seen results through Prayers Heard in Heaven through our prayers. And Joan is here with us today. 
You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Brian, can you tell us just a little bit of what you have seen through prayer with Prayers Heard in Heaven? Certainly, Valerie. First of all, I'd like to say this. It is really a joy to work with Prayers Heard in Heaven as a ministry. I really believe that God has given to you the gift of encouragement and that Holy Ghost fire. But what I want to say, when you have prayed that prayer for Holy Ghost fire, you better get ready. And what I mean is, just last week, you and I had the opportunity to speak. We were actually going to be speaking more about mundane things, just radio business, yes, the ministry things. Right as I'm getting ready to get on the phone with you, I get a text that tells me that a baby's life is in danger. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to say there, as you know, we prayed about that. And, you know, actually, just after I got off the phone with you, I was practically in tears because I thought, Mm -hmm. my goodness, this poor baby doesn't stand a chance. Yes. And lo and behold, I get a text an hour later, the baby is okay, the baby is safe, (laughs) and the situation was resolved. Mm -hmm. So the question I would throw out is, what if we had not stopped our Mm. business? That, But here, when you were talking about the prayer of God, you know, the power of God, I'm sitting here thinking, that came to me in a frightening text and weakness. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I think the mistake that sometimes I make, we make, is we begin to say, okay, I've prayed for God's glory. I've prayed for the power of the Holy Spirit. And suddenly I've got a terrible illness or I've got a weakness, or something that that I did not think was what I was bargaining for. Mm -hmm. And yet, I guess as I grew in the Lord years ago and read 2 Corinthians 12, and I was reading about Paul, where he's basically talking about he had surpassingly great revelation. Mm. But then he was also given by God, we're told, a thorn in the flesh. We don't know what it was. We know it was a messenger of Satan to torment him. We know that he prayed for it to be relieved, and then God looks back, or the Holy Spirit speaks to him and says, no, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And one of the things that I've had to learn in my life is that God often perfects his power in us through weaknesses. Amen. So, and then Paul, in in verse 10 of chapter 12, says, that's why, for Christ's sake, I'm, I delight in weaknesses, mm-hmm. insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. And so it's just, you, you know, the contrast is almost too great. And I really believe that as I was listening to you talk about the Holy Spirit, the only way we learn that is in the midst of our weakness, we turn to the Holy Spirit And we know from the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit that they are instantaneously ready to meet us at our point of need. Amen. If we will turn there instead of Mm -hmm. to our own devices. And 
I don't know if you're familiar with C.H. Spurgeon, who is a great, yes. great English preacher. <laughs> yes. But one time when I was really struggling with my own weakness, I read this from him. Mm-hmm. He said this and preached this. God does not need your strength. Mm. He has more than enough power of his own. <laughs> he asks for your weakness. He has none of that in himself. Wow. And he is longing, therefore, to take your weaknesses and use it as the instrument in his own mighty hand, will you not yield your weaknesses to him and receive his strength? Wow. And right. so, wow. That's amazing. Right, I'm sorry to interrupt. The, the part where you just said, God doesn't, can you say that again? He doesn't need your strength. Can you say that again? That's so important. Yeah, That's he, where the struggle is. God does is. not need your strength. Think about this for a second. He doesn't have any weakness. <sighs> My goodness. He has no weakness. And, and, you know, if you actually start reading the scriptures just like a book, you suddenly start running into the stories of David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about Paul, who has a thorn in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, over, you hear, you know, what seem to be impossible circumstances from a human perspective, but what really happens is God shows up and the glory goes to him, and because he's the one who makes it happen, and we really didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I've experienced that in my own life, where God has stepped into my life in the midst of illness. And I know that one time I shared with you that one time I had literally been struggling with sinus infection, allergies, had three sinus surgeries, was laying in bed one time thinking, you know, I really would just rather die. Mm-hmm. And then out of the blue this voice came into my mind and said, you don't want to die, you want to live. Mm. And we know from the scriptures, it's not God's desire that we die. It's that his desire to give us abundant life. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, that is Satan. But Jesus looks at us in John 10, 10 and says, I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. So we need to be able to identify who's speaking into our minds, turn away from our own sin, weakness, and embrace the power of the Holy Spirit and the glory of God, and it will show forth in our lives. Praise Him. Oh, Brian, that is so amazing. I'm still stuck. I heard everything you said, but I'm stuck on God doesn't need our strength. (laughs) He has enough of His own. He has power of His own. That is so amazing because oftentimes in prayer, we are struggling in our own humanness. We are trying to accomplish the results in the prayer by our own power and by our own might. Even God Himself said, not by my power and not by my might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord by his right. spirit he accomplishes great things you know oh if we just realize what God has given us by giving us the Holy Spirit the Spirit of yeah. God that lives in us and he will accomplish great things not by our power and our might but by his spirit praise it's so awesome Brian that is really and this is why I guess my kind of closing thought in the whole thing is I really mm-hmm. think that we have to be prepared to open our eyes when we least expect it. Yes. And like anybody else, I'm usually not ready. <laughs> but but we have to begin to say, okay, Lord, the next time, allow me to be ready. And we have to develop that Holy Spirit birth responsiveness in which we expect the unexpected and turn to Him in weakness. 
and Praise he will show him. forth his strength. Praise him. But you know, Brian, I think that's most of us. I remember when the Lord told me, I want you to teach. I said, me? Teach what? <laughs> you, 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 what am I going to teach? What do you want me to teach? You know? And I didn't say, yes, Lord, I'll teach. I couldn't understand that. What am I teaching? You want me to speak for you? The prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, I'm among unclean people. I'm unclean. What do you mean? You know, Jeremiah says, I'm too young. What do you mean? It's so easy not to be ready to say yes to the Lord. Right, right. Praise and that ultimately God. the surrendering of our wills to His instead of embracing our own. And again, I think we all know how difficult it is to get ourselves out of the way. Amen. I'll never forget the time we sat at that round uh, conference room table and talking about starting this ministry this once a week a lesson for every week, and I'm looking at Valerie, and I'm going, can you really come up with something every week, (laughs) something new and different every week? And not only that, she is speaking like 14, 15 times a week now. A fresh message. That can only come from God. Wow, that's great. God is so good. I'll tell you, I wasn't ready for that one either, praise God. But you're right, Brian. It's so true, and I do remember Uh, preparing for the radio and thinking every week, okay, God is really, he'll just pour out his spirit upon us. He will truly pour out his spirit and guide us in all of our ways. Today, our message title is The Manifestation of Power. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Joan, for being here today. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.